0: Hey, welcome to the Black Knight Nation podcast. I'm your host, Sal Interdonado. Black Knight Nation podcast is brought to you by Higher Echelon. Higher Echelon, a company run by Joe Ross. Uh, Joe Ross was a coach at Army, uh, and now we welcome in, we'll get right to it, we'll welcome in our guest, Jeff Munkin, head coach of, of the Army uh, football program. Jeff, thanks so much for taking the time this morning. Really appreciate it.
1: Glad to do it, Sal.
0: Yeah, um, we'll just get right to it. I mean, last time I saw you was at the Army-Navy basketball game. You were shooting T-shirts into the stands, and now um, football season is right around the corner. And uh, today is pro day for six of your players, and next week, Wednesday, you'll start uh, spring practice. Just talk to us a little bit about the um, kind of atmosphere around the program right now and the excitement of getting into, uh, you know, the spring.
1: We are excited to, to get back out there, and, I, I always look forward to football season and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't ever get tired of football. I get tired of waiting for football. And so I'm I'm anxious to have our team get back out on the practice field on, on Wednesday next week, obviously a lot of new guys and, and, uh, or, or guys that have developed young guys that are going to be some, some, uh, some competitors for positions and, you know, spent time on the scout team or, or we're, we're backups. So I, I'm always, I'm always excited to see those guys and how they've developed and physically how they've changed and, and what difference the, the offseason has made for them. And, and we lost some good players, obviously with those guys, uh, you know, taking part in pro day today, uh, they, along with their, their, you know, brothers that are, uh, graduating seniors, we're going to miss those guys. And guys like Andre Carter, who's, who's, uh, getting arguably the, the most attention from the pro scouts, but a guy like uh, Marquel Broughton, who meant so much to our team and to the, to the defense, Connor Bishop, a great captain uh, and, a, and a really good player for us on offense, three quarterbacks, the top three quarterbacks, all of whom started, started games, even this past season. Uh, so it's, it's going to look different, uh, but that's, that's part of the excitement and, and part of the challenge so I know our players are looking forward to it and, and ready to get back out there and compete and play and and uh, it's why they play. They have fun. They they enjoy this game and so do I. So uh, a lot of uh, a lot of hard work's gone into the off season and uh, and now we're ready to to kind of put it all together out there on the practice field.
0: You talk about things looking different. Um, the transition maybe in offense to more of a shotgun set with Drew that you're coming in as the offensive coordinator. Can you, um, just talk to us a little bit about that decision and, and, and what you uh, saw and drew to bring him on to run the offense, um, and the move, uh, what we're going to see, not giving away too many of the secrets, but what we might see from army's offense, uh, this upcoming season.
1: Well, after we play a game, there's not going to be too many secrets. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to show our hand pretty quick. So, uh, yeah, you know, I've uh, I've been a part of this offense since 1997, and so early in my career, my first job out of college, I was a graduate assistant at the University of Hawaii, working with Paul Johnson. Uh, we were running this offense at Hawaii at the time, and that was my first experience with it, and then um, I guess it was eight years later, Paul hired me at, at Georgia Southern, and... Essentially, I've been coaching this offense ever since, so it's a big change. It's a big change to see uh, us kind of working through uh, an installation and getting prepared for practices and working fundamentals, uh, or, or we'll be working fundamentals as we get out in the practice field. They're going to be different, but uh, I, I just I think that the blocking rules that were were put in place last spring. And it was after spring practice, uh, which which made it uh, maybe doubly difficult to uh, to really make a wholesale change. Uh, th- th- those have have made it more difficult to execute the under center option offense. Uh, not that I think it's impossible. I just think there's some some real challenges that didn't exist prior. And this past season was an opportunity for us to evaluate. Just how we were going to be able to to execute the offense without the ability to block below the waist on the perimeter or farther than a yard down the the field inside the box, and and frankly, it it really was uh, a challenge, and and really changed, I think, the way that we were capable of executing the offense, and so we uh, we made the move to uh, to to. A, a different style of offense but not necessarily a different philosophy we still want to run the ball we want to be a really physical offensive football team um and so we'll run the ball and there'll be a lot of option elements in what we're doing but it's it's going to look different than than it has in the past but uh i'm, I'm excited about it. i think we have got players in our program that that fit what we want to do and and coach thatcher is is uh is a guy that's been running this offense and and has the ability to solve the problems and and give us the answers we need if if uh if there's adjustments that need to be made. I, I think I mean, we hired Matt Drankel four years ago. And Matt's a a really innovative and, and imaginative football coach. He's I mean, he's he's got his own following. There there are coaches all over the country that follow Matt Drankel and and he does videos and he does clinics and and he's really really good at what he does. Uh, it's obviously different than what we were doing here with the under center option, but I think marrying up his expertise and and that of Coach Thatcher, I think that's going to be a really good combination. And and uh, so we we uh, in the in the off season uh, shortly after the season ended, I went about searching for uh, a, a new. A new coordinator to implement an offense that would allow us to be able to have some option elements to what we do, uh, but from the gun and 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 an offense where we wouldn't have to utilize the cut block. And I, I'd still like to be able to cut block. I think it's a, a an effective block and and a safe block, but that's my own opinion. But but uh, but we don't have that opportunity. So I I, I talked to a couple different coaches. And, uh, and I talked to Drew, and, and just after speaking with him, I really felt like he was the right guy, and, and what they were doing really fit us. And, and I was energized and excited about it. it it's, it's an offense and a system that I wanted to be a part of, and I wanted to see our, our players running here at Army. So uh, we were able to hire him, fortunately, and, and uh, he's come in and, and installed and implemented the offense with our staff, which has allowed our staff to – to work with our players to start to, to get the, just the, the elementary pieces in place before we start spring ball next Wednesday.
0: Yeah. You know, people are asking about, you know, the transition from the, uh, the under center uh, option to the shotgun option. And, you know, there's only going to be one back in the backfield likely who knows what we'll see, but um, they're wondering what happens to the fullbacks in the old offense. What do you think they're, their abilities might be, or will they move to another position? Or what do you think happens to guys like Tyson Riley and Jacoby Buchanan and guys like that?
1: Those guys are running backs, and they'll continue to be running backs. Uh, I don't, I don't know that I ever really felt like, well, that guy's a fullback and that guy's a slot back and they're all running backs. And and so the jobs that they had in the in the offense prior might have been. Uh, unique to, to, to their body styles or, or skill sets, or, or, or maybe we kind of place them in position where they could best utilize their skills or, or their, their size or speed. It's the same in this offense as it is every offense, but there's a place for every one of those guys in this system. And, and I, I think they're all really excited about this, this, this change and the things that we're going to be doing. And, I think they're energized as well. So all of those guys have a place and and will have, you know, an opportunity to be a huge part of the offense as we move forward.
0: Um there were, you know with the three quarterbacks that graduate you know Bryson Daly coming back who who saw some playing time in 2022 and was pretty effective when he got into the game was ready to go um how do you see the quarterbacks uh, that you have right now on the roster fitting into this um this the shotgun based offense
1: Bryson's the only one that's that's got any experience and what's been encouraging is when he came in he's he's always made some plays he had some long runs and uh and that that, that was fun to see him get in there and just play with some confidence and which when you're coming off the bench, what do you got to lose? And, and so hopefully you'll have kind of the same habit, that it'll just go out there and play and, and, uh, and, and be competitive and, and play aggressively. But there's some other guys in the program that we're looking forward to, to kind of seeing how they respond to getting those reps and having a chance to, to compete. Zach Mundell is a guy that, that, uh, as a freshman last year, we actually had him in the mix for the Army-Navy game playing slot and, and had intended to use him and use him a good bit. And unfortunately, he pulled his hamstring. It was a really, really bad hamstring pull uh, in the week leading up to the game, so he wasn't able to play. Uh, but Alon Mitchell, who's been in the program for a couple of years in the same class with Bryson Daly, has had a good spring, and I'm anxious to see him. Uh, compete and and then there's there's a there's a host of other guys that that will will evaluate and and try to find out so there's you know just a a couple guys here that are in the program right now but then we've got some guys coming from the prep school we've got some freshman quarterbacks that'll be coming in and and so what we're doing from an offensive standpoint now is going to be closer to what most of those guys did in high school there's there's not too many guys that are running the under center option offense in high school so they should be more comfortable stepping in and 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 kind of doing the same things from a skill set standpoint um and and I think that's going to give us an opportunity to evaluate young quarterbacks earlier and find out if they can really affect the game and and help us
0: yeah, um- just you talked about the seniors that are graduating. Some of the seniors that are at pro day um, today. Um, is there anybody um, in the offseason that's really stepped into that ship role for you for your team? I know you have a lot of guys who have played a lot of football. Is there anybody that has really stepped up in the offseason to, to to take over that leadership role? Or
1: there's a number of guys that have done that. I think one of the the, the great things about having a leadership council, which we have since I've been here is, is it's not just the captains that are in those leadership positions or as are seen as, um, the, the leaders of, of the units or, or of the different classes. So in each class, there's a number of guys that, that are, are on the leadership council and they represent the other players in that class, be it freshman, sophomore, junior, or senior. So there are several guys that, that, uh, and, and recognize recognizable guys you know guys like Jimmy charlo and uh, um, you know, austin hill, uh, Adam Cash, you know there's there's some guys that have been around the program that our guys really respect, that step up and lead um, and and so I think that's that's every team has its leaders that that kind of separate themselves from everybody else and and it, and it happens naturally most of the time. And and so it, it it's kind of kind of happening for us too. Connor Finucane is a guy that you know with, with the departure of Connor Bishop, he'll step into that role in the in the offensive line room. And, and and every every unit probably has a guy like that that's gonna step up and and just provide that leadership. Q Hammond's uh where Marquel Broughton leaves that room, I think Q is a guy that we'll likely see step up and uh, he and Max DiDomenico and and so I I, there'll be enough guys to lead and I'm really I'm really encouraged with with the leadership that I've seen from this group
0: real quick about Finucane is he a guy who may be able to step in and and at center for Connor Bishop or who are you looking at at the mix for center because Connor was a guy who started three years for you so
1: perhaps perhaps he's a guy Um, one of the things about Playing in the gun, as opposed to being under center, I think it gives more players an opportunity to play center. Uh, the 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 snap and the exchange between the, the the center and the quarterback is much simpler from the gun. Uh, most guys can be taught to snap the ball, and and essentially they're just playing the offensive line after they snap the ball. It, it under center. To to snap and step at the same time, to uh, to be able to deliver the ball where the quarterback needs it. A center quarterback exchange has always been a little hairy, uh, especially when a guy hasn't done it before. So, he's a guy we're going to evaluate and look at at center. Um, but there'll be there'll be several guys that we'll will kind of roll through there and try to figure it out.
0: Gotcha. Just last one. Um, the pro day being today. I know. You commented on thoughts about um, Army players being able to get that opportunity to go after they graduate to West Point and get that a chance. Um, I, I don't think your opinion has changed much on that, but can you tell us a little bit about your thoughts about, um, you know, you have six guys out there today, um, you know, Bonzu getting a chance, Morris getting a chance, Belon, Murphy, Carter, and, and Broughton. Can you talk about, you know, how you feel about, you know, that situation there being right now being able to go to the pros and get a shot?
1: I hope all six of them make it and I hope every one of the guys that plays football for us makes it in the NFL. That's not going to happen. It doesn't happen at any team. I mean, the, the the teams that played for the national championship this year, every one of their guys isn't going to make an NFL team, but I, I still hope that for all of our guys, I think it's an unbelievable opportunity and it's what this Academy is all about. We, we seek out the, the best students, the best athletes, the best leaders in the country, and try to get them to excel at a really high level and prepare them for opportunities that are, are elite. Um, and so as we celebrate the, the the accomplishments of so many of our graduates that, that become astronauts, become Fortune 500 CEOs that own, uh, professional sports franchises that go on to be Rhodes scholars, Olympic athletes, they're all competing and they're all performing at a really high level. And, and I'd argue in those industries at the very highest level. So this is just an extension of that for our, our, our young men and women who are athletes here at the Academy to be able to compete at the very highest level uh, to celebrate that I think is, 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 you know, very much a part of this Academy and each one of those, those people that is excelling in other areas outside of the military all have a service piece tied to it. They either previously served or will serve after that. And, and our guys want to serve and they're excited to do that. They're excited also to, to compete and excel at, uh, at their sport, which they love and, and, uh, and so I'm I'm excited for them. This is a great day. Uh, this is the most pro scouts that we've ever had for a pro day. Obviously, uh, to come and evaluate Andre Carter, and and uh, he's he's certainly been a, a big name for for us the last couple of years as an NFL prospect, and and uh, hopefully he's going to perform well, and he, he's he's going to be a really good player at that level, and hopefully he'll he'll uh, he'll be a high draft pick. Because it and and not that just having a chance to play is great, but to be recognized as a as a guy that's that's a part of that elite group of of uh, of guys that are leaving college football this year to go in the NFL would be really special for him and his family and certainly for our program.
0: No doubt. Do you have a number of how many scouts are going to be at the pro day today? Is it do you know how many or?
1: Uh, right now we're expecting about 25 or so. Wow.
0: Wow. I remember Brett Totes where you had about 12 teams represented at Brett Totes around there. So that's almost double and what you could expect Andre Carter, definitely deserving. Uh, coach, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it. We know it's a busy time uh, for you. Thanks so much for joining us this morning and look forward to seeing you out on the practice field in the spring.
1: You too, Sal. Beat Navy. Thanks, Al.